So exciting to come to you again from the city of Ranana on the west coast of Israel. It's a privilege to spend time with family and that's so exciting, but to be able to teach the doctors and the medical personnel, social workers, psychosocial support, the power of being able to breathe in the light and blow out the darkness and we've been doing that seeing the children who have grown tremendously from learning that they become teachers to others and the families who are so grateful for being empowered. We have a wonderful program here in Israel for all children and all the children, whether they're Jewish, whether they're Arab, whether they're Christian, they're, they're all our children. And so it's really very special to be here and to see it, especially as Ukrainian refugees are beginning to trickle into the country and are so burdened by the trauma that they're experiencing, both being separated and the ongoing reports of brutality and shelling that are taking place moment by moment. And just a few miles from here is Shushan Purim in Jerusalem. They're now celebrating the day of Purim. And it's fascinating, why is it that there's a two-day holiday for those outside of the early walled cities. There is Purim from yesterday, so today is the day after Purim. But for those like those who live in Jerusalem, those cities that had walls around them in ancient times, there's the second day commemorating the extra day of Purim that was allocated to the Jews who lived in the capital city Shushan, why the second day of Purim? I'd like to suggest that not every Jew was allowed to live in the capital, quite the contrary. It took a Jew who was involved in the matters of politics, of court, of the elite. They were chosen and given resident permits, and only they could live in the capital city. And what often happens in not only our population, but in world populations, is that those people are elites, the ones who are closest to the government, closest to the monarchy, closest to the oligarchy, are the ones who we assume will be protected at a time of travail, at a time of war, at a time of challenge. Those are the Jews who need an extra day to fully integrate that when a Jew is in danger any place in the world, every Jew is in danger. And when a population is brutally attacked, like everyone who lives in the Ukraine, who are trying to stand up for their own rights, then no one in the world can feel secure. So Shushan Purim is that extra day. It's the additional day that allows us to sit back and recognize if there's injustice, if there's cruelty, if there's brutality in the world, no matter your rank, your file, or your serial number, no one can be protected in a world that can tolerate injustice. And as we as Jews in particular have learned, when the world turns a blind eye to evil, then evil proliferates in a way that begins to suffocate the life and light from everyone. 
And so when we celebrate Purim, it's an interesting term because the word Purim means a lottery, a raffle, because the evil Haman of the Purim story in the Bible, he chose a lottery system, not a dart against the wall, but a specifically a raffle to determine what would be the month that he would unleash the powers of evil against the Jewish people. And he was ecstatic when it came to the month of Adar because the forces of Amalek are always trying to look at the negative and focus on taking that negative and extolling and exacerbating it into the world. So the negative was that was the month that Moshe that Moses died. What he didn't realize it was also the month of birth. Moshe came into the world. So his life, like that of a righteous person, begins and ends on the same day because it's a complete cycle. Amalek is focused on trying to tear good from God and man from heaven. The power of Mordechai and Esther was to be able to go back to the primal light inside of the soul and not be defeated, not be afraid, but to put their trust in God. So the irony of a holiday that's referred to as the holiday of a raffle, of a lottery, which represents the power of chance, of odds, of the spin of a wheel or the roll of dice was the holiday that symbolizes Megillat Esther. Esther is that which is hidden. Megillah Galui is that which is revealed. That ultimately, when we put our trust in God, not in being the capital Beltway Jews, when we put our trust in the Almighty, then the hand of God, which can often be hidden, becomes revealed. And the greatness of that miracle is survival. So today, as we see modern day Hamans proliferating, trying to cut man away from God, trying to amass power for their own ego, no matter what the cost, we have to remember that there's a day of Purim and a day of Shushan Purim. And when all of the world can come together and defeat get evil, then clearly that we're living again in a time of the Megillah, where through the scroll we see the hand of God. And in the word Hamelech, the king, we realize there's more to capital Jews and more to monarchy and connection to monarchy, and that the ultimate monarchy is God himself. In Odlovado, he is the source of redemption. May God protect our people, may God protect the world and defeat evil in every place and all of its forms and know that ultimately together and only together we can bring the Messiah, the Mashiach Sikenu. Echad Purim Sameach for those of you still in Purim. Echad Purim Sameach for those of us who just left Purim but realize that ultimately the hand of God is manifest in everything we do. Purim is a symbol of a grogger 
Hanukkah is the symbol of a dreidel. The dreidel, the rabbis tell us, is the hand on top coming down. The gragor is the hand on the bottom coming up. Together may our hands meet, reach, and hold on to the hand of God. And God should save this world and his people so that Be'ezrat Hashem, with the help of God, will be a world of light, of joy, and a light of redemption. Shabbat Shalom.